Hello, and welcome to the Magic Music Review Podcast. I'm Jim Spangler, your host. Join me each episode as we talk about our love of Disney music. It could be a song, a movie, a short film, a Broadway show, a Disney theme park, or one of the countless other forms Disney music takes. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the journey through the magic of Disney music on the Magic Music Review. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of the Magic Music Review. Uh, For those of you that are listening uh, right after we release this podcast, it's October. And so I thought it'd be a fun episode to do a review of a recording um, that Disney put out a few years back. So we're going to talk about the CD, Disney Villains, Simply Sinister Songs. Uh, And I thought that'd be a great choice for Halloween time. So we can talk about some Disney villain songs. And admittedly, not all the songs are villainous. Not all of them are scary. Uh, but they are villain songs. And so that's going to be the theme of the episode today. We're going to talk about villain songs. So, let's get going. All right. Disney Villains, Simply Sinister Songs, is a Walt Disney Records album consisting of songs sung by Disney villains from various Disney films. Um, And it was released on CD and digital download on August 24th, 2010. So it's a pretty recent CD. Um, And I thought it'd just be a great CD to talk about for the month of October, as I said. I, I don't know about you, but I love Disney villains. They are usually some of my favorite characters. Uh, in movies. Um, We can all name our favorite Disney villain. I happen to like Maleficent. I think she's just evil. Uh, And it makes her so much fun in the the film of Sleeping Beauty and and really adds a darkness to it. I also like Chernabog, uh, which we were listening to in the introduction uh, music before we started really talking about the episode. Um, I just think that they're just great. But then I also have funny villains that I love too. I think Hades is hysterical. Uh, So all of those villains, I think, are great, and we all have Disney villains that we love. Uh, But not all of them sing songs, and or have songs about them. So we're going to talk about the songs on this CD that are specifically Disney villain songs. As I said in the intro, some of them are villains, some of them aren't villains, uh, some of them Disney may consider the villain, but I'm not sure that that's really a fair statement. Uh, And you'll figure that out as we go. You'll find out which ones that you think uh, are Disney villains and agree with it and which ones don't. I didn't make the choice of what songs are on this CD, but we are going to talk about that choice. So let's get started right at the beginning with the first track. The first track is Pink Elephants on Parade. Um, Pink Elephants on Parade is the name of a segment um, and the song uh, from the 1941 Disney animated film Dumbo, which we talked about a few episodes back, in which Dumbo and Timothy Q. Mouse have accidentally become intoxicated. They're drunk. 
they drank some water spiked with champagne. And they see elephants sing and dance and play marching band instruments during this hallucination sequence, uh, which really could arguably be an LSD sequence. It's pretty crazy. Um, the song was written by Oliver Wallace and Ned Washington, and it was sung by the sportsman. I'm not sure that this is really a villain, so to speak. Um, I think in the episode we talked about the villain maybe being the ringmaster, but not really. There's just really no bad guy in this movie. But Pink Elephants on Parade is definitely a villain song in the sense that it's uh, scary. It's supposed to be scary. So let's listen to a little of Pink Elephants on Parade. Look out, look out, Pink Elephants on Parade. Here they come, hippity-hoppity. They're here, and there are Pink Elephants everywhere. Look out, look out, they're walking around the bed, on the head, clippity-cloppity, parade, in brave pink elephants on parade. What'll I do? What'll I do? What an unusual view. I can stand the sight of worms and look at microscopic germs, but technicolor pachyderms is really too much for me. <laughs> I am not the type to faint when things are odd or things are quaint, but seeing things you know that ain't can certainly give you an awful fright. What a sight! Chase them away! Chase them away! I'm afraid. Need your aid, big elephants on parade. Big elephants. Big elephants. Great. Ugh, I love that song. The next song on the CD is the Siamese Cat Song, uh, sometimes known as We Are Siamese. Um, it's a song from Lady and the Tramp. And it's sung by Sai and Am, the two Siamese cats owned by Aunt Sarah. They sing it when Lady first meets them. And during it, they cause much destruction in the house, uh, which ends up falling on top of Lady's head. Uh, they're voiced by Peggy Lee, who recorded her voice twice to get the effect of both cats singing in this song. It's great. It's also a song written by Oliver Wallace, which Pink Elephants on Parade was also. This is a great, fun song. Um, I suppose the Siamese cats, Sai and Am, are the villains of this movie. Um, but once again, I don't know that there's really a true villain in Lady and the Tramp. So, let's listen to We Are Siamese, or the Siamese Cat Song. Reaching in and make it drown. 
CD is Cruella de Vil, um, and it's a song featured in the 1961 Disney animated film 101 Dalmatians. Um, it's also in its live-action remake. Uh, in the original animated film, it was written by Roger Radcliffe, who had just finished the melody for the song and was inspired by Cruella's name to make a jazz song about her. Um, it was first performed by Bill Lee as the singing voice of Roger Radcliffe, a character from the movie. It has been re-recorded uh, many times by many people. Uh, it's a great song, and I just love it. And the interesting thing about this song is it's not sung by the villain of the movie. It is sung about the villain in the movie, um, and it actually is almost humorous. It's almost a joke in the movie because he is struggling with writing this song and comes up with Cruella de Vil. Um, I love this song. I think it's a great jazz piece. I've heard many different jazz groups do it in many different ways, and every way it works. Such a great tune. So let's listen to a little bit of Cruella de Vil. Cruella de Vil. That's it. Cruella de Vil. Cruella de Vil. If she doesn't scare you, no evil thing will To see her is to take a sudden chill Cruella, Cruella She's like a spider waiting for the kill Look out for Cruella de Vil All right, um, I should have mentioned before that Cruella de Vil was uh, composed by Mel Levin. Uh, he did a great job on it. So the next one is definitely a song that I would say is not a villain song. I don't believe this character is a villain in any way, shape, or form. Um, it is I Want to Be Like You, uh, and it's from Walt Disney's 1967 film The Jungle Book. The song was written uh, by the Sherman Brothers and was performed by Louis Prima. Um, Richard Sherman said he and his brother aimed for a jazz sound, kind of like a Dixieland-like melody. And he added that when we first got an idea for I Want to Be Like You, um, we said that apes, you know, they swing from trees, and, and he's the king of apes. Uh, we'll make him the king of the swingers. That's the idea. We'll make him a jazz man. Once Primo was invited to do the song, he mockingly responded to the Shermans that you want to make a monkey out of me, you got it. The, instrument, the instrumentals were originally recorded by Prima, who also played the trumpet, um, and his band, Sam Butera and the Witnesses. But the music was replaced by one written by the film's composers, George Bruns, uh, and orchestrated by Walter Sheets. The scat dialogue between Baloo and King Louie was the result of two recording sessions. Uh, Louis Prima recorded first uh, with the intent that Baloo 
played uh, in his recording by Butera, would simply repeat what Louis scatted. But Phil Harris decided not to imitate Prima's recording and made up his own. The song was released. Re- the song was released the same date as the motion picture itself. Um, once again, I don't really think of Louis as a villain. Um, he just wants fire, right? He just wants to get what he can get from uh, Mowgli and get fire. So, and this is his song to try to entice him to do that. Uh, but a villain? Don't think so. We have another villain in this in this movie, and that I think is much more effective. Uh, so, anyway. Let's listen to a little I Want to Be Like You. <laughs> Tea, Cousin Louie, you're doing real good. Now, here's your part of the deal, cuz. Lay the secret on me a man's red fire. But I don't know how to make fire. Now, don't try to kid me, man cup. I made a deal with you. What I desire is man's red fire to make my dream come true. Now, give me the secret, man cub. Come on, clue me what to do. Give me the power of man's red flower so I can be like you. The next song is definitely a villain song um, from one of my favorite Disney films growing up. I absolutely loved this song. The song is called Every Little Piece, and it's from the original motion picture of Peach Dragon. Oh, I love this song. It is so funny and well done and well performed. The performance of this song is just amazing. Um, it's a like I said, it's from Pete's Dragon, and it tells how Dr. Terminus, who played by Jim Dale, plans to make a fortune of dragon accessories out of Elliot. So he's going to cut dragon parts. Dra- he's going to cut Elliot up and sell his dragon parts. And it is so funny, so well done. Um, it, was compor- it was composed by Al Kasha and Joel Hershorn, and it was sung by Jim Dale, as I said, and Red Buttons. I mean, how does it get better than that? Jim Dale and Red Buttons. So great. Such a fun song. So let's listen to a little of one of my favorite pieces, Every Little Piece. Dragon whiskers, dragon toes, a dragon tooth, and a dragon nose. 
Every little piece, every little piece. We could make a million by slicing him, dicing him. Hoagie, we could sell every little shell. There's enough of him to go around. Money, money, money by the pound. Every little piece, every little piece. I can take a scissor and clip him up, rip him up. Every little part is a work of art. Think of what a dragon heart would bring. Wrapped up in a ribbon and a string. Dragon liver can cure a cold. Dragon powder grows hair. With dragon blood, you'll never grow old. Every item is covered with gold. Every item is covered with gold. Every little piece, every little piece. Dragon, you're my wagon to destiny. You're the key. Every little shred moving me ahead. Every dream of mine will be fulfilled. What a dragon business we can build. Dragon cartilage keeps you thin. Dragon fat is for burns. A dragon tear will clear up your skin. Watch the profits come rolling in. Watch the profits come rolling in. Every little piece, every little crease. The next song is definitely a villain song. This is definitely the villain of this movie. Um, it's Poor Unfortunate Souls. Uh, and it's a song from that Walt Disney animated picture, The Little Mermaid. It was written by Alan Ashman. How Sorry. It was written by Howard Ashman and Alan Menken and performed by Pat Carroll. Poor Unfortunate Souls is sung to uh, Ariel by Ursula uh, in a style that combines Broadway theater with burlesque. Ursula uses the song to seduce Ariel into trading her voice for the chance to temporarily become a human. I think we all know the like the story of The Little Mermaid and how this all comes about. Ashman recorded a version of the song himself uh, in the role of Ursula to send to Carol to convince her to make the role, which it did. And we heard that uh, just recently in our last episode uh, where the Aristocats... They, the Sherman Brothers, recorded a version of the Aristocats and sent it to Maurice Chevalier to get him to sing it. So it's that's a technique that's used a lot. This version was released in the four-CD set, The Music Behind the Magic, and Carol admits that she borrowed some of the inflections she used in the song from Ashman's performance. Why wouldn't you? He was the composer. He knew what he wanted. And, and that he had been delighted that she had done so. Poor Unfortunate, poor unfortunate Souls is noteworthy, uh, for Ursula's incantation at the end of the song, actually being sung rather than merely recited. Um, it's accompanied by gothic organ music, uh, and the spell features words somewhat twisted from normal everyday words, only strung together extremely quickly. And I'm going to try to say these. I am not promising anything. I'll do the best I can. Beluga Savruga, come winds of the Caspian Sea. Larynxes glossitis at Max Laryngitis, La Voce to Me. And you hear a lot of words about the voice in that. I love that. Um, you know, your larynx, your glossitis, uh, your laryngitis, meaning that you can't speak because your vocal cords are swollen. La Voce is the voice. Uh, I just love it. I just think it's great. 
Um, and instead of listening to me talk about it and try to do it, why don't we just listen to Pat Carroll sing some of Poor Unfortunate Souls? The only way to get what you want is to become a human yourself. Can you do that? My dear sweet child, that's what I do. It's what I live for, to help unfortunate merfolk like yourself. Poor souls with no one else to turn to. I admit that in the past I've been a nasty. They weren't kidding when they called me well a witch. But you'll find that nowadays I've mended all my ways Repented, seen the light and made a switch True, yes And I fortunately know a little magic It's a talent that I always have possessed And here lately, please don't laugh I use it on behalf of the miserable, lonely and depressed Pathetic Poor unfortunate souls in pain this one longing to be thinner, that one wants to get the girl, and do I help them? Yes, indeed. Those poor unfortunate souls, so sad, so true. They come flocking to my cauldron, crying spells, Ursula, please, and I help them. Yes, I do. Now it's happened once or twice. Someone couldn't pay the price, and I'm afraid I had to rake them across the coals. Yes, I've had the odd complaint, but on the whole, I've been a saint to those poor unfortunate souls. The next song uh, is definitely a villain song, and this is definitely a villain in the movie. It's Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. It is sung by Jesse Cordy and Richard White in their voice roles of LeFou and Gaston in the animated feature. It is also sung in the live action, the new live action version that came out, mainly sung by LeFou. And some of the lyrics were changed. It was changed a little bit. But uh, Josh, Josh Gad and Luke Evans did a great job in that version, too. Um, and it actually gives us quite a bit of insight into LeFou in that version. It was composed by the great Howard Ashman and Alan Menken again, um, of course, uh, the composers of the song that we just listened to. Um, I find this song hysterical. It is certainly not mean or evil. It just shows the arrogance of Gaston, which I love. Um, that is one of the things I think that we all love about Gaston, is his sheer arrogance. Uh, so let's listen to Gaston. Who does she think she is? That girl has tangled with the wrong man. No one says no to Gaston. <laughs> Done right. Dismissed. Rejected. Publicly humiliated. Why, it's more than I can bear. More beer? What for? Nothing helps. I'm disgraced. Oh, you? Never. Gaston, you've got to pull yourself together. Gosh, it disturbs me to see you, Gaston, looking so down in the dumps. Every guy here'd love to be you, Gaston, even when taking your lumps. There's no man in town as admired as you. You're everyone's favorite guy. Everyone's awed and inspired by you. And it's not very hard to see why. No one slick as 
Gaston, no one's quick as Gaston, no one's next as incredibly thick as Gaston, for there's no man in town half as manly. Perfect, a pure paragon. You can ask any Tom, Dick, or Stanley, and they'll tell you whose team they prefer to be on. No one's been like Gaston, a king been like Gaston. No one's got a swell cleft in his chin like Gaston. As a specimen, yes, I'm intimidating. I want a guy like Gaston. If Gaston is the best and the rest is all to rips. No the next song on the recording is also a villain. Absolutely a villain. Um, it's Oogie Boogie's song from The Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, it's so funny because I just literally just watched this movie last night with my family. Uh, and Oogie Boogie is the main villain song from The Nightmare Before Christmas. And it's sung by Oogie Boogie and his prisoner, Santa Claus, or Sandy Claus, as we come to know him. Uh, due to time constraints, the instrumental break was cut uh, in the film. Um, and the second verse was omitted because its sequence was to feature bugs dancing on Oogie Boogie's arms. And it was deemed impossible and too difficult to animate um, after being storyboarded. Because if we all remember, that's a stop-motion picture. So they do some pretty amazing things with that as it is. Uh, both were present on the soundtrack of the film, though. Um, it was composed by Danny Elfman, and it was performed by Ken Page, who's the voice of Oogie Boogie. Here's an interesting note. In Ken Page's contract to do the voice of Oogie Boogie, it says that as long as he is alive and able, he is the only person that can voice Oogie Boogie. I don't know any other voice actor that has that deal. Uh, Pat Carroll might, but I don't think so, because they always come back and ask her to do it um, when they have to do Ursula. Um, but I don't believe that that's in her contract. She's just so great at it and can still do it. But Ken Page's contract says specifically that he is the only voice. Um, and in an interview I heard him give, he said he wasn't sure what would happen when he stopped doing it. If they would even continue, continue using Oogie Boogie or if they would just use old recordings that he's created. So I find that interesting. Anyway, um, let's listen to a little bit of Oogie Boogie's song. What have we here? Santa Claus, huh? Ooh, I'm really scared. So you're the one everybody's talking about. <laughs> you're joking. You're joking. I can't believe my eyes. You're joking me. You gotta be. This can't be the right guy. He's ancient. He's ugly. I don't know which is worse. I might just split a seam now if I don't die laughing first. Mr. Oogie Boogie says there's trouble close at hand. You better pay attention now, cause I'm the boogeyman. And if you aren't shaking, there's something very wrong. Cause this may be the last time you hear the boogie song. And I've nothing much to do I might just cook a special batch Of snake and spider stew And don't you know the one thing That would make it work so nice A roly-poly Santa Claus Dad a little spice Whoa. Whoa. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I'm the Oogie Boogie Man Release 
me now, or you must face the dire consequences. The children are expecting me, so please come to your senses. Ah, you're joking! You're joking! I can't believe my ears! Would someone shot this fella up? I'm drowning in my tears! It's funny! I'm laughing! You really are too much! And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. Well, what are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. The next song on the recording is definitely a villain song, but not one that many people, I think, are familiar with. It's called Your Only Second Rate, and it's from The Return of Jafar. Now, I have to be honest with you, I have never seen this movie. It's one of the sequels to Aladdin, and I just didn't see it. I didn't have any desire to see it. It's for my own personal reasons. I don't think those direct-to-sequels that they did were very good. Cinderella 2 is a perfect example of how bad they can be. Um, I think that's one of the worst things they've ever put out. But I have not seen The Return of Jafar. But it is performed by Jonathan Freeman, who is Jafar. He also, interestingly enough, and we haven't talked about Aladdin yet, but he also played Jafar on Broadway in the Broadway production of Aladdin. So that's amazing that he is Jafar. I mean, when you think of Jafar, it's Jonathan Freeman. Anyway, Your Only Second Raid is a song featured um, from the movie Return of Jafar, and it's sung by Jafar, who boasts how superior he is in comparison with the genie. Um, And as he does so, he defeats and captures Genie and Abu. And it was written by Mark Waters. So let's listen to a little bit of Your Only Second Rate. I must admit, your parlor tricks are amusing. I bet you've got a bunny under your hat. Now here's your chance to get the best of me. Hope your hand is hot. Come on, clown, let's see what you've got. You try to slam me with your hardest top, but your double whammy isn't up to snuff. I'll set the record straight, you'll see me out of date. You're only second rate. You think your cat's a meanie, but your tiger's tame. You've got a lot to learn about the genie game. So for your education, I reiterate, you're only second rate. Men cower at the power in my pinky. My thumb is number one on every list. But if you're not convinced that I'm invincible, put me to the test. I'd love to lay this rivalry to rest. Go ahead and zap me with a big surprise. Slap me in a trap. Cut me down to size. I'll make a great escape. It's just a piece of cake. You're only second rate. You know your hocus pocus is enough, and your mumbo-jumbo doesn't measure up. Let me pontificate upon your sorry state, you're only second rate. Zabba-cabba-debra, Granny's gonna grab ya! Anarchist on the bus, and this thing's bigger than the both of us! in your underwear and I can hardly wait to discombobulate I'll send you back and packing in a shipping crate you'll make a better living with a spinning plate you're only second rate all right so the next song this is a long CD as you can tell there's lots of music on this because it's just music uh, this next song 
on this recording is definitely a villain song, and it's Be Prepared from The Lion King. It's performed by Jeremy Irons, Jim Cummings, Cheech Marin, and Whoopi Goldberg, uh, and its composers were Tim Rice and Elton John, as I think we're all familiar with that. And if you're not, there you go. Now you know, Elton John wrote the music to The Lion King. Uh, but Be Prepared is a song from uh, the, the animated film, uh, and it was also in the 97 Broadway musical, which is still running. Uh, the song was composed, as I said, by Tim Rice and Elton John, and it was originally performed performed by those four performers. Uh, but Jim Cummings uh, took over for Iron's voice after Iron's voice gave out. I guess he had problems continuing with it, and it's it's a hard way to sing. It's a ru- it's a rough a rough song to sing the way he sings it. It this shows this song is all about his uh, being prepared uh, for any eventuality which may happen which he is going to make happen right because he wants to be the king of the lions um and so it's a great evil song visually it's beautifully done it harkens back to the visuals of nazi germany with all of the hyenas um it's really really a great piece and so beautifully done it's even beautifully done in the broadway musical if you haven't had a chance to see that um if it comes on a tour near you make sure you get to see the lion king uh, it's such a great piece on stage. I, I actually think that I like it on stage better than I like the movie. So anyway, let's listen to a little of Be Prepared. I never thought hyenas essential. They're crude, but unspeakably plain. But maybe they've a glimmer of potential. If allied my vision and brain. I know that your powers of retention are as wet as a warthog's backside. But thick as you are, pay attention. My words are a matter of pride. It's clear from your vacant expression The lights are not all on upstairs But we're talking kings and successions Even you can't be caught unawares So prepare for the chance of a lifetime Be prepared for sensational news A shining new era is tiptoeing nearer And where do we feature? Just listen to teacher. I know it sounds sordid, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously swear. Be prepared. Yeah, be prepared. (laughs) We'll be prepared. For what? For the death of the king. Why, is he sick? No, fool, we're gonna kill him. Simba, too. There will be a king. Hey, but you said uh... I will be king. Stick with me, and you'll never go hungry again. All right. So the next song we've got on this CD is a song that I have never heard of, had no idea existed. Uh, it's called "Snuff Out the Light." 
Uh, and it was a song from an early version of The Emperor's New Groove. And it was deleted when the project was overhauled from the movie's original working title, which was Kingdom of the Sun. Um, the animation was partially completed and included one of the rare uh, documentaries uh, and included on the rare documentary The Sweatbox. And the track itself was kept for the soundtrack release of the final film. It mentions a potion of eternal youth, uh, like in Feel Like a Million from Kronk's New Groove. It's sung by Yzma, one of my favorite villains. I love Yzma. Um, and a trio of mummy sidekicks, uh, sidekicks named for aging musicians, Mick, Bowie, and Lemmy. Uh, as she plots to unleash the forces of dark spirit uh, to destroy the sun, uh, which we all know, the kingdom of the sun, uh, you know, is all about Cusco and Cuscotopia and him becoming a likable ruler instead of being the selfish beast that he is. Anyway, Yzma wants to be in control, and so this is about her plan to snuff out the light, to snuff out Cusco, so that she can be in charge. Um, it's composed by David Hartley and Sting. There you go. Another piece of trivia. Sting. Uh, so let's listen to a little of the song Snuff Out the Light. When a woman acquires a certain age, and the men who adored you no longer swoon, it pays to avoid the sunlit days and live by the light of the kindly moon. But the moon grows old just like us all, and her beautiful years are done. So now she prays through endless days to take her revenge on the sun. When I was a girl at my daddy's side, Papa, the royal mortician, revealed to me in secret signs the mark of the magician. And daddy was no dummy, did outrageous things with the mummy, and often the stiffs that he would drive would look better dead than they did alive. I studied well, I learned the trade. I thought my looks would never fade. If I could find that recipe to give the eternal youth to me, it was always my ambition to use Papa's tuition and gain some small remission from the vagaries of time. Every little ray of sunshine robbed me of my youth. Who to blame? Who the one who to curse? You know, the only one to blame would be my enemy, the sun.
I forgot to mention before that song started that that was uh, the great Eartha Kitt singing that song. Um, she is known uh, as the Catwoman from uh, 1967 in the, the uh, television series of Batman. She also is known for her rendition of Santa Baby. That's the classic Santa Baby that you always hear. She was an amazing singer and star and uh, is sorely missed. Love Eartha Kitt. She's amazing. All right, we're almost there. Uh, there's two songs left on this CD. So the next song is from a movie that I swore I would never, ever talk about, uh, but we have to, and this is the reason. It's the best song, actually, of the movie. I'm going to try to say this. Yodelotelitelitelu, and it's from the animated film Home on the Range, um, and it is the only good part of Home on the Range, and it's sung by Alameda Slim, who was played by Randy Quaid, as he is abducting the cattle. Um, it was composed by Alan Menken and Glenn Slater. Uh, it's hysterical. It is really funny. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, I understand, uh, but at least try to find this uh, piece to watch this sequence because it's really, really well done. Him singing to the cows and getting going and, and uh, his arrogance and, and feeling of self-worth. So good. Uh, so let's listen to a little bit of Yodelotelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitelitel
uh, Facilier beginning his plan to take over New Orleans by first de deceiving Prince Naveen, while at the same time getting his valet Lawrence to become his ally. The song is reprised later in the film uh, when he fails and is dragged into the spirit world. Uh, this song is just amazing. I think it's dark. It's sinister. Uh, it is truly evil. It's about manipulation. It's about black magic. Um, I just love it. Uh, and it's performed so well by Keith David. Uh, and visually in the movie, it is so dark and um, just nasty. I just love it. So good. Uh, so let's listen to friends on the other side. Don't you disrespect me, little man. Don't you derogate or deride. You're in my world now, not your world. And I got friends on the other side. He's got friends on the other side. That's an echo, gentlemen. Just a little something we have here in Louisiana. A little parlor trick, don't worry. Sit down at my table. Put your minds at ease If you relax and will enable me To do anything I please I can read your future I can change it around some too I look deep into your heart and soul You do have a soul, don't you, Lawrence? Make your wildest dreams come true I got voodoo, I got voodoo I got things I ain't even tried And I got friends on the other side He's got friends on the other side. The cards, the cards, the cards will tell. The past, the present, and the future as well. The cards, the cards, just take three. Take a little trip into your future with me. Now you, young man, are from across the sea. You come from two long lines of royalty. I'm a royal myself on my mother's side. Your lifestyle's high, but your funds are low. You need to marry a little honey who's daddy got dough. Mom and dad cut you off, huh, playboy? Now you're gonna get hitched, but hitching ties you down. You just wanna be free, hop from place to place. But freedom, takes green. <laughs> it's the green, it's the green, it's the green you need. And when I look into your future, it's the green that I see. On you, little man, I don't want to waste much time. You've been pushed around all your life. You've been pushed around by your mother and your sister and your brother. And if you was married, you'd be pushed around by your wife. But in your future, the you I see Is exactly the man you always wanted to be Shake my hand Come on, boys Won't you shake a poor sinner's hand? Yes Well, that's it for this CD. Such a great CD. Disney Villains, Simply Sinister Songs uh, from Walt Disney Records. Um, go out and grab a, grab a copy of it. Um, it is on both 
Spotify, and in Apple Music. I am not certain if it's anywhere else. I'm sure that it probably is. You can probably find it in other places. Um, and I know that you can still get the CD, too, if you like them on Amazon. Uh, you can find it there, too. Uh, such a great CD, fun for this time of year. Uh, not traditional Halloween in the sense that it's all scary and ooh type of music, but just fun. Great to put on a shuffle uh, if you're having a Halloween party, uh, just for something different. Well, that concludes this episode of the Magic Music Review about the CD Disney Villains Simply Sinister Songs. Um, I hope you had a good time. I would love to hear from you. I want this to be a conversation, not just a lecture. Nobody wants to have a lecture about music. Uh, we are all listening to this for fun and doing it for fun. So let me know what you liked, let me know what you didn't like, and what you might like to hear on future podcasts. You can reach me on Facebook at Magic Music Review. Or on Twitter, I'm Disney Music Dude. You can also go to my website, magicmusicreview.com, and leave a comment about the episode. I would love to hear from you and hear what you have to say. Let me know what your favorite villain songs are. Uh, there are a lot of songs that were not included on this that Disney villains do, and I would love to hear what some of your favorites are. That's always fun. Also, if you can go to iTunes or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and give the Magic Music Review podcast a five-star rating and write a quick review, I would really appreciate it. It really helps get the word out and helps others find the podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Magic Music Review. I look forward to talking to you next time. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon. I do. It's me and you, boy. And as the years go by, a friendship will never die. You're going to see it's our destiny. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. Because we like you.